Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. We're delighted you've joined us today uh, for our continuing study of 1 Peter. Um, We've got some really great information coming to you this way, uh, this morning on 1 Peter. Um, I don't know how many more episodes we'll have of 1 Peter. Pastor, I don't know what you've got in mind. Uh, When when we get done with it, we'll be done with it. Okay, that's kind of what I thought you'd say. Um, (laughs) So before we begin that, though, we we want to give you a shout-out and a reminder that uh, this coming Tuesday, that's just three days from now, on this podcast, you will be able to hear J.B. Hickson nationally uh, acclaimed uh, pastor, author, prophecy conference teacher. Uh, He's out on the road a lot, but pastors a church out in Colorado. Um, And uh, he's a longtime family friend and, and, and a longtime family friend and ministry partner. I know, Pastor, you filled the pulpit for him on several occasions. Yes, I did. At Groveland Missionary Church. Yes, sir. uh, So we're really excited to have him. And uh, he's pretty excited to be here from everything that I've heard. I haven't talked to him about it, but you have. So he will be with us uh, for a full hour this coming Tuesday. Don't miss it. Uh, He is the author of how many books, Pastor? Ten? I believe it's ten. Ten. And one of them is on the is number one on the uh, bestseller list, isn't it? Above Christian books. Yes. Okay, I think it's uh, ten reasons why people go to hell, or ten ten reasons. Yeah, people go to hell. Go, and one reason. And one reason they don't. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, be sure to tune in uh, this coming Tuesday morning for J.B. Hickson, our special guest. Um, and with that being said, Pastor, take us back into First Peter this morning. Right, thank you, Curtis, and uh, and uh, I, I'm going to tell you what happened. Here's how we got JB, Doctor JB Hickson, uh, to be on our podcast. He heard one of our podcasts and told one of our friends that he'd like that that uh, to ask Dick if I could be on the podcast. Yeah, he volunteered. He, he contacted us with a request to be on. Um, so when I contacted him and said, <laughs> I said, uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> when I heard you wanted to be on the podcast, my feet haven't hit the floor yet. I, I learned first that he wanted to do that through text from Jimmy Cochran. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how and, we learned. And, and folks, when I told pastor about that, I, I thought I was going to have to revive him there for about 30 seconds. <laughs> because we think he's the best. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. A lot of other people do, too. Oh, yeah. All, all over the, the he's, nation. He's nationally known and critically acclaimed as one, yeah. of, the, one of the best Bible teachers out there. And, and I've heard him. I've never met him, but I've heard him. And uh, I tend to agree with that. Okay. So take us into First Peter, Pastor. Okay, First Peter, Pastor. I, that's uh, it's no, 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 no intended alliteration. Okay, here. all right. <laughs> well, 
Well, let's review, first of all, um, uh, what, uh, what our purpose is on this podcast. Uh, we want to teach the Word of God. Um, we want to get it out to as many people as we possibly can. And, uh, and as we do so, we want to get the gospel out and, and, uh, and see people saved. So we want to educate and edify um, uh, the people that are listening. And we're glad that you do. Yes. And, uh, but here's what we're, what, what I'm doing. Uh, and uh, Curtis will say amen to this. Not only are we trying to teach you some things, one of the things we're trying to teach you, is, if you haven't noticed, but I want you to notice it, is we want to try and teach you how to study the Word of God. Right. And there are several ways, and we use all, we use every one of these ways that we're talking about. The, the first way is you study it topically. Um, you teach everything that there is to know about salvation, for example, or sanctification, uh, things like that, um, foreknowledge of God, election, things like that. So we, we like to teach topically, and we do so. Uh, from time to time, and matter of fact, more often than not, and so we do it topically. Then, then you can teach, you can, uh, you can learn the word, and we try to teach you to do it verse by verse, uh, so that there has to be a, a continuum as you read your Bible every day, and you mark where you left off, and then you can pick it up and start where you left off. So. Um, so verse by verse is a good one. So topically um, and verse by verse. Today, we're going to teach you a little bit about um, uh, keyword studies. Now, we touched on this a little bit on our last podcast, I think, Curtis, when we talked about the word according, because well, it came a, up. A podcast or three ago we did, yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. When when we started this, because the word according was in the first yeah. Uh, three verses of First Peter. Several times. Several times, yeah. yeah. And, and it occurs, and we said to you at that time, and we're going to repeat this, if you will look in your Bible or in your Strong's Concordance, um, look up the word according, and you follow it through, you will, uh, you will learn very much about the mind and the methods of God. For instance, um, in um, Titus, in the book of Titus 3, 5, it says, uh, not by works of righteousness are we saved, but we're saved according to the mercy of God. We told you the difference between grace and mercy. Grace is something, is a gift that God gives you that you don't deserve. And mercy is when he withholds something from you uh, that you do deserve. And that's judgment. Uh, we all deserve hell, uh, but Jesus Christ died to keep us from that. So God has shown when he sent Jesus Christ, he's shown us mercy. So they're important words. Now, as I'm reading First Peter, and I, and I do so every day because I'm trying to teach the book of First Peter, 
Um, I, I find a key word, and we're going to talk about it in just a moment. But let's do a review first. Okay, Kurt? Okay. Okay. We've talked about the foibles of Peter, how he uh, disputed with Jesus Christ when he when he told uh, Peter and the disciples that he was going to die and be raised again. And then he doubted Lord Jesus Christ when Peter was walking on the water, took his eyes off of Christ, and he began to sink. And Jesus said, O ye of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And then Peter denied Jesus Christ three times after saying, I'm not going to, I'll never deny you. But he did three times. Did Jesus make Peter deny him? No, he just knew that Peter would. And so um, we want to talk about, talk about the, the foreknowledge of God and his omniscience. Uh, he's known everything from the beginning. Acts chapter 15, verse 18 says the very same thing. For known unto God are all his works from the beginning. He knows everything that was going to happen. He knew it in advance. How could he do that? Well, he's God. Enough said. Okay, so we want you to know these things. Um, so, uh, and then Peter got things right. And uh, he preached that great sermon on Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, where there were 5,000 people that got saved. And later on, 4,000 people and, and, and even more were saved under the ministry and the preaching of the apostle Peter, all after he got things right. And so, and so he was a great preacher. Then we said, and I think this is going to be a re repetition, but I think it's important for you to understand when you read the book of Acts, uh, understand that the first 12 chapters uh, of the book of Acts uh, deal with Peter's ministry. Uh, and then from, from Acts 13 to the end of the book, it talks about Paul's ministry. And so uh, Peter was an important character in the word of God. Now, what's that word that I said was going to, we were going to talk about? Now, it's not a big three-syllable word. It's not one that's hard to spell or pronounce. It's just a three-letter word. B-U-T. B-U-T. Now, why is this important? But. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the word but is a conjunction. If you've, if you've taken freshman English yeah. and probably should have learned it in seventh or eighth grade, uh, there are two major conjunctions in the English language, the word and and the word but. That's right. They are connectors. The word conjunction means to, to join with. And so on either side of that conjunction, there's something uh, that is conjoined to the other. That's right. Okay. And so that's what that's what the conjunction does. Now the word and conjoins two similar words, and it's a and it does deals with comparisons. You've often heard the the phrase in the Bible, grace and peace. Well, there's that word and. Well, grace and peace are closely related, and yes. and and it's a comparative. The word but, however, is uh, is a con uh, it can um, 
it connects two contradictory things. It's a contrast. And so when Peter uses the word but in the Bible, and in, in, in especially in 1 Peter, he's contrasting two things. Let me give you an example uh, out, outside the Bible, it, it, although this is what he's doing. He said, he's saying, here's what, what you shouldn't do, but, but here's, what, here's you what you should do. And so it, it uh, gives you some contrasts. And so uh, it, it's interesting. Um, the word but occurs in just five chapters of 1 Peter 26 times. Now, I do word studies, and when a word pops up that many times in, in any given passage, I ask myself, why? And that's what you should do as you're studying the Word of God. And then you go to the text and you find out why, because God almost always, and I think always, gives you the reason why it's there. He wants you to know something in particular. Yep. And so um, what we're going to do today is we're going to go through the buts of the Bible. Now, that's the B-U-T. Yeah, then we're not talking. We need to remind people that the, but the word but is a homonym also. Yeah. And uh, we're talking about the word but with one T. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. It has nothing to do Not with... Not trying to be cute there. I'm that's just... right. Yeah. If, if you're the butt of a joke, yeah. which is a you know popular phrase, it's, it's, double, a, it's double, double T's. Yeah. Well, uh, God isn't joking here. So, so I looked at the word but, and in my Bible, I have... Uh, remember the, the uh, when you were going to school... Uh, when the teacher would would put your grade on on your paper, and and would mark the wrong answer, they do it with a red pencil. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got it used pen to happen to me a lot. Did well. I think everybody knows of <laughs> who went to school at about the same time we did. But uh, so I took a, a pencil that has a blue lead on one end of it, and and a red end on the other, and I do the shading of important uh, phrases in the Bible. And with the word but, I took the blue, my blue pencil, and I marked it. Every time the word but occurs in 1 Peter, I marked it with a, with a blue marker so that I could teach you. And by the way, in, in, I got to teach myself first. I've got, I've got to learn it before I can teach you. And so that's what I'm doing. So when, it, when a word pops up that many times, it's like God's hitting me on the head with a sledgehammer and say, wake up, dummy. Mm -hmm. Now, God wouldn't do that because he's polite. But he's also, uh, he's also can be an angry guy. So he's wanting me to learn why this word is in the book of 1 Peter. It's because Peter learned the contrast between doing bad and doing well. Anybody should have learned that. It should have been Peter, yeah. Yeah, if anyone needed grace any more, more than Peter, I don't know who it is, unless maybe the, Paul did because he was actually a murderer. Right. Yeah, he wanted to destroy the church. Yeah, That's, Peter, Paul. Yeah. Like, 
me. Yeah. And so, and so, well, and, and by the way, when we say these things, uh, we're not trying to promote ourselves. We want to promote God and his word and his son. Right. Yeah. We know that without Christ, we are nothing. Amen. We know that. And so we're not lording it over you folks, uh, but we're having a, a really, really good time doing what we're doing. Yes, we, and, we are. Yeah. So, and uh, we're making scads of money. Oh, wait a minute. We don't get anything for this, do we? Well, yeah, we do. But, I mean, it, it's uh, every time an episode is played that has the anchor uh, commercial in it. Yeah. Uh, we get a penny. A penny. Uh, I'm, I'm up to about 20 bucks. Now. Yeah, we've got over 20. Well, you've got over 20 bucks. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I can't leave all that money laying around. Yeah, I don't. I'm not doing this for filthy lucre. <laughs> yeah, Curtis says when it gets up big enough, he's going to take me out to dinner. <laughs> but yeah, well, but I know how I eat. Well, he ain't got enough money. Hope you like Burger King. <laughs> okay. All right. And by the way, it's not wrong to to, to have to enjoy the study of the word of God together (laughs) and Curtis and I doing it together. And uh, we make a good team. Um, He's got, he's got the best memory I've ever seen of anybody. And, and when I say something about the Bible, he knows where to find it. Uh, Now that's pretty smart folks. Well, I don't know if it's smart or not, but that just comes with practice. Uh, And that's exactly what we need to do. Yeah. Do it over and over and over again. Everybody can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah. When I when I played football in high school and in college, uh, and and all through my so called career, every practice we did things over and over and over and over again yeah. until we got it right, and then we had to do it right over and over and over again. So we know something about about practicing, uh, and so that's what we do. We read that we've read First Peter over and over and over again, and I even dream about some of the things I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Now let's go to the yeah. Let's get to the point now. A key word study, yeah. and and that's what we're going to do today. And we're going to be and it's going to be all through throughout the book of First Peter. And there's a reason that we're saying this. Um, and the word we're, we're going to follow is the word, but, and remember every time you see it, it, uh, it connects contrasting things. And so let's do it. Um, let's get started. Um, you know, that in first Peter chapter, uh, one verses one through 12 talks about, um, the salvation yeah, and uh, the first thing we see was the the portrayal of the, the plan of salvation, and then the portrayal of salvation, verses three, 3 through 5, and then we saw that there's a problem of salvation, whoa, and that is persecution, and then you see the prophecy of salvation in verses 10 through 11, and then uh, we start the the but factor with the products of salvation 
And so that's what we're talking about right now. So let's go to our Bibles, 1 Peter chapter 1, talking about salvation in verse 10. So I need to begin reading there. It says, Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. See, grace is, is, is not something new to the New Testament. It was also in the Old Testament, and the prophets were looking to see what it was talking about. Because it says in verse 11, searching, that is the prophets, what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Uh, so, um, and then he says this, unto whom, the prophets, it was revealed that not unto themselves, but, but. oh, but unto us. unto us also, they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things the angels desire to look into you. So, um, so the word "but" there is a contrast. It was real. Re, it was. It wasn't revealed uh, right away, but unto us, it was revealed to the prophets. And yeah, uh, but but they didn't know the time. time. They didn't know no. the place. They just didn't know. And so, and so, uh, Peter the uses. So the contrast is it, God revealed it to the prophets beforehand, but also revealed it to us. Yeah. Yeah, now, because now we have a better knowledge because we have seen him. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And so, see, that's how that the word but is used. That's the contrast. Okay. Yep. And then he, in verse 13, it says this. And, uh, and so it says this. Wherefore, now that word means because of this, because of this, salvation is revealed to us. It says, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober. That means to be serious, get serious, and hope, that's to have confidence, to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ as obedient children. Now, here's where we get to another but coming up. It says, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts of your ignorance, what? Don't live like you did before you were saved. You were ignorant of the Lord Jesus Christ and of the word of God. So it says, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust of your ignorance, but, so here's the contrast, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. That contrast word, but. Yeah. Really, this, this is pertaining to separation. To separation. It says, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. That's in the book of Leviticus where that, that is written. So so there's, there's that uh, conjunction of contrast. Don't be disobedient according to the former lusts of your ignorance. But 
as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy. So, so before you got saved, you were unholy. But now you're to be holy. And that's what that contrast is telling us. It's, uh, and it's simple. Uh, and, and again, we're not going to go through all this 27 times in, in the book of 1 Peter, uh, how it says the word but. Then it says here, in verse 18 of chapter 1, it says, For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by the tradition from your fathers. Yeah. And in verse 19, but, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and spot who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world. So the contrast here means the things of the world cannot save you only. The things of the world cannot save you. You mean, you mean works? Good works don't save you. You mean charitable giving? Forget it. Um, uh, wait a minute. What if I promise to study the Bible every day? What if you promise to study it? Yeah. What are you going to get out of it? I don't know. I know you don't know because if I don't know Christ, I don't know what I'll get out of it. No, you don't. But that won't get me to heaven. Just reading my Bible every day. No, 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 no. You, I mean, you could read war and peace every day. It wouldn't help you out anyway. So, but reading the Bible every day, it's a good thing to do, Yeah. but it's a good work. And that doesn't save you. The only thing that saves you in contrast to the things of the world Precious gold and silver, la, 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 is the blood of Christ. The that's precious, the only thing that can say, that's the, the contrast. The precious blood uh, of Jesus, of, of Christ, as of a lamb without spot and without blemish, who was before ordained, before the foundation of the world. Oh, Acts 15, 18 yeah. comes into play again, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure does. And here comes <laughs> another contrast in verse 20. In what? In verse 20 who verily was foreordained, still talking about Christ, yeah, before but, the foundation of the world, but, but was manifest in these last days oh, for you. Oh, so that Jesus Christ's virgin birth and, and uh, earthly ministry and death, burial, and resurrection, those were all purposeful things. They were. Yeah. That's right. Okay. okay. So, um, anyway, anyway, it's then it goes on to say that uh, you, you know now that you're holy, now that you understand that you're redeemed. Uh, in verse twenty-one, it says, "Who by him do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead," and that's talking about you who are believers and are saved, and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God, seeing. Ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit under the unfeigned love of the brethren. See that ye love one another with a pure heart, fervently, being born again. Oh, not of corruptible seed. Contrast coming. But of incorruptible by the word of God which liveth and abideth for ever. 
Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Huge contrast. That's right. Uh, Psalm 119.89 says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Lay uh, not up for yourselves treasure in heaven where moth and rust doth corrupt, thieves break through and steal. But rather, do it. But rather, yeah. Okay. Lay up treasures in heaven. There you go. For where your treasure is, your heart will be there also. Yeah. And then he goes on to say in verse 24 of chapter 1, and again, we're going verse by verse, but we're using the key word, but to teach you things. It says, uh, and then he, he uh, quotes scripture again in verse 24 from the Old Testament, for all flesh is as grass. Wow. And all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. Contrast coming. But, but. the word of the Lord endureth forever. And then he goes on to say, and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. How, how that word, little word, but has such a big meaning when you study the scriptures. It brings into focus the whole picture. The whole picture. Yeah. So now we're using the, the, the conjunction, the word study, and we're doing it verse by verse and topically. Yeah. So we're using all three administrations yeah. that we've talked about to study the precious and holy word of God. And we're trying to make it known unto you um, that we're going to take just a short break. It, uh, our first half hour is up and we'll be back very shortly. <laughs> 